Isaac, I have something to tell you. And it's really serious. I need to tell you it right now. Let's hear it. This episode is like six months late. Is that what you're confessing? What? No. Just kidding. That would that be late. three months. But it's it's timely. I guess because of the DVD release. But Let's get your confession. What is it? Okay. I, you know this. What? I really don't like these superhero movies. <laughs> 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 and you're in luck, Cameron, because that's what we're talking about today. I just really don't like them. A full episode of Everything Comes From Something. Today we are talking about Avengers Infinity War. Super late. We're taking a different spin on it. But first, a couple words from our sponsors. We don't have any. No, our sponsor is our us. Our sponsor is we Darren O'Neill own... on oh, Patreon. Yeah, that's true. The only person who actually truly cares i'm yeah he is he i'm is. talking to you will lubke i know you're listening to this episode <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just kidding uh, hey if you guys want to support our podcast we know we're a small group but we do have a patreon a couple bucks a month anything helps what is our patreon cameron our patreon is ecfs podcast boom patreon.com slash ecfs podcast pretty easy uh ecfs podcast is on Instagram, we have Everything Comes From Something on Facebook and ECFS Pod for our announcements on Twitter. Go ahead and follow us on those socials. We really appreciate it. We are going to start posting more. We will put more effort if we get more followers, but currently we have like three. So. Yeah, so we just don't care. I'm sorry about that, <laughs> but we'll get to it. Let's get into the topic, Cameron. We literally just watched Avengers Infinity War. You had not seen it. I've know, it seen like, it. It was actually like, kind of like pulling teeth for me to 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 to, to watch this. I movie. had to sit him down. Cameron is a is a film connoisseur. And, don't uh, say that word. Um, don't say that word. We just watched it, and then we went to buy some Mexican food and argue about it for a while. And now we're here to share our thoughts and opinions on Avengers: Infinity War. And we're also going to be talking about finale films and cliffhangers and bad ones and why we are minorly concerned about the next Avengers You film. know what's a great cliffhanger? Hit me. Um, National Treasure, they get one-tenth, or one, a half of one percent, and then he drives off in a Lamborghini, and then there's the map. <laughs> Ryan, what is Ryan going to do with his Lamborghini? <laughs> there's a map, or it's Riley. Riley. Okay, get it right, you fake <laughs> National Treasure fan. <laughs> Come at me, Nick. And then, uh, and then Abigail, Abigail comes, and How and do you she's remember like, all these characters? She's like, Hey, I've got something for you. I just miss I just miss Sean Bean. And he's like he's like, What is this? And she's like, It's a map. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget when Sean Bean starts paying that little kid to go write notes. I know, I know. Oh, no, wait, no, no, that is Riley. Riley no, that's Riley. Riley's yeah. a creepy one. And then but Sean Sean Bean's staring at the kid like, What's this kid doing? And then the kid's like, Is this a real hundred dollar bill? <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. No, it's not. Avengers Infinity War, Cameron. I have seen this film five times. Oh my god! I am really into the Marvel movies. It's almost like you don't value your time. <laughs> this this movie was such a big buildup for me, and I've been a big fan of Marvel films for a while. I'm not saying they're all flawless. I hate a lot of them, actually. Oh, so you're yeah, you're just the biggest fan. <laughs> I, I I am a big fan, but there are there are plenty that I'm like I never need to watch this film again. I will usually sit down and watch them and critique them because I don't think they're. There are specifically Marvel films. There's not a lot that are like just straight up terrible movies. Yeah, no. Um, there the select few would be like 
Thor 2, which is pretty awful. Thor 2 is bad. Um, Ed Norton's The Hulk is very boring. I don't think that's part of canon anymore, it is, is. It is, come at me. Um, yeah, and so the build-up to this film, I was there opening night. I was very excited, and I was not let down for multiple reasons we can get into. Um, for me, this film is an epic presentation of a collaboration between many films and ideas and different, you know, themes and whatnot. And it's just so impressive to see them all on screen at the same time, all these different heroes, all of them doing different things while still retaining your attention and teaching you about a villain that is the most threatening villain for the Marvel franchise and the most like intimidating. The stakes are high, the action's intense, the movie doesn't stop. It's a little bit of a headache. I'll give it that. Um, but I thoroughly enjoy this film and I am going to stand by it for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. yeah. And so I want to know what you think, Cameron, because I was excited to show this film to you. Let's, let's talk about how many Marvel movies you've seen. Let's see. Okay. So I watched basically everything leading up to the first Avengers. Right. Um, and then after the first Avengers, I was like, all right, I don't care anymore. Um, Mm. and so I watched Thor two. Um, I watched half of Captain America Winter Soldier, which I hear is very good. It's not. It was not because I didn't like the movie. It was just because I, I just... I actually think you should go back and watch that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. And then I watched... Uh, I guess Iron Man 3 was after, um, was after uh, Avengers, wasn't it? Mm. I think it was. Okay, there's a dog barking in the background. Dog doing? Oh my gosh. We shut all the windows. See, you wanted to leave no, the window we, cracked. I did. What the heck, Cameron? You said yeah. I definitely said no. Uh, okay, right, I okay. definitely said no. Right, fair enough. <laughs> well, and we hope you enjoyed uh, the borking. Um, so you were telling me that the la- you saw Black Panther and Civil yeah. War were the most two recents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't see Guardians 2. Nope. No Ant-Man, Doctor Strange. Oh. I, I wouldn't even see the normal like big tier movies. <laughs> Why would I see the B, the B tier movies? <laughs> I think I I have seen them all. I I them have all? seen them all. Um, even the Ant Man. Yes. And the Ant Man Two. I did see Ant Man Two. Ugh. That one is up there with Thor: Dark World. Again, I'm just gonna reiterate. It feels like you don't value your time enough. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know it's you know I I usually am entertained with them and so it's a decent way to go to the theater and have a good time yeah, just yeah. chill I, I'm just kidding I'm I'm I know a lot of people really enjoy them well but... at least I don't drink myself to death every night <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding Cameron is Cameron does not do shots that. fired and Oof. shots taken <laughs> um. <laughs> So what did you think of Avengers Infinity War? So the first the first word that came to my mind when we were talking about it earlier was exhausted. I was exhausted <laughs> after after watching that movie, which I guess is kind of a good thing. It's kind yep. of a compliment to the movie because um, it makes me feel like I was like I was very overwhelmed with with a lot of it. Um, so you're saying exhausted like good workout, not exhausted in terms of like bad workout. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, keep going. Yeah, so it, it felt to me, um, like, going into it, when when this movie was first announced, I was like, there's absolutely no way this is going to be a good movie. This is going to be actually a, an awful movie because there's no, 
there's no chance that they could pull together all these different characters and make it feel worth it. Um, and coming away from it, I was like, well, it feels like a little bit like I was uh, running a mile, but they fit them all. But they certainly, they certainly did. No they Hawkeye, certainly juggled, but they got them all. They certainly juggled much of the, many of the stories that I was like sure they were not gonna. And and every in. every time I watch this film, I'm blown away with how quick and precise all the dialogue is to remind you where characters are at and to reintroduce or remind you of like what happened in the movies and and i mean cameron you were sort of on a different page and i explained like just a few things but you seem to get the gist of what was going on yeah pretty, yeah pretty... cuz the, the overarching story it explains i mean there's that one scene of exposition that they do in the beginning with mm-hmm. doctor strange where he's like you weren't even paying it you were just munching on popcorn i know i was not really I was paying like, attention this is important but well, but I was, I was kind of paying attention. I was like, yeah. But, but <laughs> Picking the kernels out of your fingernail. And just, yeah. It, it was just like. Dude, I'm just roasting you. <laughs> I'm just roasting you today. Um, it, they had that one sequence of, of exposition where Doctor Strange sits sits everybody down in the audience and is like, okay, here's here's the Earth from the beginning of time. And then... (laughs) Pay attention. Class is in session. Does the thing that every history teacher tells you not to do. Right. Um, And then... uh, And then you kind of are like, okay, well, why are there rocks that floated away during the Big Bang that do also do magical things? This movie is extremely absurd. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's a superhero movie, Cameron. This is the thing we keep going back to as we're talking about this. Cameron's like, "How do you expect me to believe that? Uh, you know, (laughs) five out of the seven of the people disappear on this planet when it said fifty percent of the population." (laughs) It's like, dude, just relax. Okay. No, no, no. Those are all those are all nitpicky things. It doesn't really affect my my view of the movie. Let's Um, break it down to the big things that really so not made... breaking it down because you were telling me you gave this movie around a c no i said like seven and a half that's not a c, c. that's not a that's c. L- c seven in, seven in, and a half in movie c. world that's not a c that's a good that's good oh seven uh, seven and seven uh, is really good my whole life a seven has been a C. Yeah, I know, but that's because teachers train you to to C for cinema, which doesn't make sense either, right? Because you've got A, which is ninety to a hundred, you've got B, which is eighty to eighty nine, and you got C, which is seventy to seventy nine, and you got D, which is sixty to seventy to sixty nine, and then F is just the rest. Yeah. Well, I had a teacher that gave me a P minus once. And I spent all semester trying to figure out what that meant. What's a P minus? Pass minus. And I'm not <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Like, it, there was no option for pass or fail. Like, there was P's, and then there was M's. What I don't was know a, what, what M. Was M. I have no idea. Really? His name was Mr. Geller. Mr. And yes, Geller. he looked like a toad. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, but in any case, a 70... A, a, a seven point five is is good. It's like, it's not it's not my favorite movie I've I've seen this year. I wouldn't. I don't even know if I would put it in my top ten. Right. But it's still a good movie, and it it still does a lot of things really really well. Um, Better than you expected. Yeah. Good. 
Yeah, better than than I expected. It still carries about as much weight in my like mind as normal Marvel movies. My uh my my friend Juzo and shout out Juzo because he listens. He's hey Juzo, we met once. Did you? I think so. I didn't. I I think I slept in his bed once. What? Because I was spending the night at your place for that event, and he was out of town, so I was like. I used a sleeping bag. Don't worry, Juzo. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, he he always says that, like, it the Marvel movies have, like, a cap on both sides where it's, like, they're all about a six to an eight. None, mm-hmm. none of the Marvel movies are, are, like, excellent movies, and none of the Marvel movies are bad movies. You know, they're all just pretty good movies. So, so like... I think I think that's true. I think that's largely true. See, but this movie to me is a great movie for just just the reasons behind production. And I know that's not a good enough reason to be a great film, but I'm just blo- like I'm literally like overwhelmed every time I watch the movie. I'm like, how much time did they spend thinking about how they're going to cram in all these characters and interconnect all these stories and do all these things? And still make it exciting and kind of nonstop and 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 tense throughout, and also dedicate a large portion to you to educating you on a new character who's the villain. Like fifty percent of this film is teaching you about the villain. Yeah, which, which is really neat. Which most Marvel films don't. They're like, yeah, I'm bad because I'm bad and I'm bad. You know, like <laughs> and, and 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 you're like, okay, I get it. You're gonna get punched in the face and get beaten at the end. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean. I mean, if you can't already tell, full spoilers for this. Oh fi- yeah, for this for this spoilers. movie. If you haven't seen this movie, and you, you probably just don't care at this point because it's been out for long enough. That's what yeah. I do actually to to spoiler casts that I'm like, I'm never gonna play this or yeah, I'm yeah. gonna watch this. Yeah, it's like at I'll this just, point, I'll just know. watch it. So, Avengers, this this movie does it uh, has a cliffhanger, which which we get yeah. into, but the villain wins, and it's yeah. and it yeah, sets yeah. up the villain. So that it's even more impactful when he wins. Yeah, and it sets up the villain where it's like the stakes are basically there's no way for him to not win. You know what I mean? Like there's he 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 essentially he has the power throughout the whole movie. Oh you yeah. Know? Like he's got he he is calling the shots. He's the pretty yeah, he's pretty threatening. And, and the <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. Um and uh and that's why I like that one scene where they all um the battle scene on on Titan where they're all you know they're all you right, know, holding right. him down and trying to take off the the gauntlet like that scene is so impactful because you're like, oh, this is the closest they have gotten to to actually to, beating him to having a success in the movie you know like there's yeah. it's basically the basically the whole movie is all of these superheroes just failing utterly and completely yeah they're all getting kicked around and beat up yeah and it's 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 exciting because you don't usually see them losing this hard yeah yeah absolutely uh to the point where they actually do lose and i think that's what makes it so shocking and intense and also what we're going to get into later dangerous for the sequel because the stakes are already so high yeah how do you come back from something like this how do you how do you make something like this still exhilarating like nobody this is this is kind of the example i have when you have a nerf fight everyone likes shooting all the darts okay 
That's the exciting part. That's what this movie is. This is the nerf fight. No one likes picking up the darts afterwards. <laughs> and that's what I'm afraid of with the next Avengers. Yeah. Is that it's like, okay, how do we fix this? How do we pick up the darts? And I, and I just... <laughs> I'm hoping that there are smarter people than me writing the next film. And I'm sure they have a great plan for it uh, just because of how well they executed this last film. But man, they're really going to have to make it clear why, like how, if it's just fixing the last film, you were saying that makes this movie suck. Yeah, it does. And that's, that's actually why I, I honestly see no way out for them. That's not like disappointing for some people, at least like, some people are going to have their hearts broken that their that their hero dies or else this movie or else everybody's going to be feel bad about this movie mm. not not mattering you know right. like like what does this what does this movie matter if everybody comes back at the end but they the, the, the thing that's hard is that they have to they have to bring everyone back because as I'm walking out of the theater the first time I saw this movie like people, people basically moaned and yelled as they watched their favorite characters die off at the end. You know. Yeah. And I mean, my uh, my girlfriend that came with us, she didn't even realize it was going to be a cliffhanger, so it was hilarious to have her there because I knew it was going to be a cliffhanger. But yeah, like, yeah. she was like, "What? What? Like, this is the end of it? Are you serious?" And as I'm walking out, you know, you hear all the nerds like, oh, that was Captain Marvel symbol at the end. And I know Captain Marvel, all the stupid like, post-credit <laughs> education classes that go on at the end of these films. Um, but as we're walking out, most people were like, man, that was really good. I know they're all coming back at the end. I hear I overheard people saying like, oh, yeah, like Spider-Man's going to be back. He has another movie. Oh, yeah. Black Panther's going to be back. He has another movie. Oh, yeah. Guardians are going to be back. They have another movie. So it's like. It's a spectacle film at a certain degree, and then the stakes are thrown out the window once you start realizing that they just want to please. Yeah, but that's the only part of the movie that is worthwhile to me. Is like, is like, oh, there's the risk of of these characters not coming back. You know, like there's the risk of them of them altering this this universe in a way that is irreversible, and that's like. The whole movie was geared up to up to Thanos snapping his fingers and making an irreversible change in the in the world. Right? Like that's that's what the entire movie is about. Yeah. And if they just if if Doctor Strange comes back and he's like, We gotta go back in time and, and fix it from happening, you know, it's like that just doesn't that just doesn't do anything for me. It makes this movie like water under the bridge. It just doesn't it doesn't mean anything anymore. What's sad is that there's no... I don't see any other way. Yeah, Literally because the films are already planned to happen. Yeah, I know. And when I... I'll be real with you. The first time I walked in this movie, I'm like, I wonder how they're going to set up the next one. Before I even saw it. I was like, I wonder how they're going to set up... Like, is it Ant-Man and Doctor Strange going back in time to... nine? Like, I, I would love, like, a Back to the Future kind of thing. Like, I think it would be super cool. That would be really funny if the Avengers went back in time. To like... No, I, I actually think it would be amazing to see Tony Stark talk to to young Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, Thor talk to young Thor with the or long like hair if, and Even if like they that. go back to, like, pre... um, They call it New York. Like, right. the pre-New York event, which is from the first Avengers. Yeah, the first like, Avengers. If they go back to that world where, you know, like... In the, in the first Avengers, they didn't know that there was aliens. Yeah. You know, they didn't, they didn't know anything. Like... Thor and all these, you know, superpowers. Like they had some, they had 
inklings here and there, but it was a pretty much a normal world. Like it was pretty much our world. Um, but now there's like, there's just a whole bunch of crazy stuff, new, out there. new stuff that, you know, and it, uh, like, honestly, if I was, if I was just a citizen in New York and I would move by now. Uh, sure. Yeah. But, but like half of, half of the, uh, half of the people in New York, just like up in Ash, I'd be like, yeah, it seems par for the course right now. You know, like <laughs> finally cheap rent available. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're like, you're like, Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I All made right. it. I made it. Got to get to work. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, I feel like most, why people... you gotta be turning to dust in the street, man. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, hey, you're blocking the sidewalk. <laughs> hey, Nick Fury, get out of the way. <laughs> hey, helicopters crashing in the buildings. Hey, get out of here. Yeah, and it's like it just yeah. So I think I think for me, what's disappointing about this movie is you're right. There is no way for them to keep the stakes what they are, and that that means that this movie is just it's it's a non-issue essentially. Well, I think it's great. It's gonna be similar to um, excuse me. Uh, it's gonna be similar to the way that the past generation felt about Empire, where people were like, oh, when I saw the end of Empire, oh my gosh, what a cliffhanger, so crazy, you know? I wanted to know what happened so bad. And then, you know, they had to wait a long time to for the next film, and when they saw the next one, it's like, yes, resolve, you know? With this movie, in the future, people aren't going to see Infinity War as being that dark or grim or intense because... They're going to be like, well, then I can just literally watch the next one. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly. how I felt about Empires. When I saw it as a kid, I was like, oh, no, Han Solo. And then I remember, I think I watched the part with Jabba's Palace afterwards, like right away. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, good. Thank goodness. You know? Like, and it really wasn't that intense. Um, sure, but that but that movie is a is a grim movie, right? Like, Empire, Empire is similar to um, to this movie where it's like... The, the the rebellion basically has everything shattered like its base mm-hmm. shattered han solo is gone uh luke is you know injured uh pretty badly uh he has he has his hand cut off in the sun yeah the heroes are beaten to the dirt similar yeah. to infinity war yeah yeah and so then you know watching them uh take back han solo and uh you know, fight fight the Empire is interesting in in Return of the Jedi. You know, it's like it, it's an interesting arc because you're the cliffhanger isn't isn't like oh how are they going to bring these people back from the dead? You know, yeah. the cliffhanger is like oh how are they going to you know pull themselves up and and brush the dust off and uh, you know get back and and win against against evil? You know, like that's mm-hmm. that's the interest of of Return of the Jedi, and I'm just. I'm worried that that's not going to be the case in in this new. I would hope that the next film does not focus on getting the old people back. I would hope that it would be similar to Jedi, where it's like we've been uh, we've been kicked down in the dirt, and we're going to have a triumphant return, a triumphant return um, to being heroes. And I, I, th- I'm pretty sure that's. Uh, like I, I would hope that's what happened, but I'm positive that the heroes are coming back, and I would prefer that it would happen at the very end of the film as a happy goodbye or whatever, because you know it's gonna happen. I'd rather that not happen in the middle and they have yeah. a huge hero fight and at the end. You know, I, I, 
I would just hope that they would focus on the people who are left so that it would just tell their tale because there's already way too many heroes, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Just focus on, on the on the raw characters, you know? Focus. That's why, like, some of these people who, they were dying, and I was like, oh, great. <laughs> you know? War machine crippled again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crumpled yeah, like, around, kicked around. You're like, oh, I, who is that? I didn't, okay. That's yeah. fine if yeah. he you know, goes up in dust. And so, like, even... I guess the only one who you really kind of cared about is um, Chris Pratt's character and Spider-Man. You know, those were the two that yeah. the two big ones where you're like, oh, man, you know, like I it's too bad that they're not going to be in the next movie. You know, like it's too bad that there's, you know, they because they, they were I would say they were part of what makes this movie pretty fun. Um, right. And pretty interesting is, uh, you know, the Spider-Man character and the what is what is his name? Uh, Star Lord. Star Lord. The the Guardians are definitely very entertaining on screen. Oh yeah. yeah uh, every time they're seen on screen, I think Thor does a good job. Iron Man's or Robert Downey Jr. always does a good I job. I think Thor Man. does a good job after like halfway through the movie. What do you For mean? For the first half of the movie, he's kind of just boring. Well, yeah. Like well, he, he gets beat up, and then and then he, he and then he takes an escape pod, and then you're an hour and a half into the movie. And then he does, starts doing cool things. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Where you get big P- Peter Dinklage. I that think it's I think it's weird to see him get beat up after Thor Ragnarok, and I know you didn't see that, um, but he's definitely like he definitely turns into a different character in Thor Ragnarok. I yeah. think Taika Waititi's directing uh, really changed who Thor was in that film and made him a lot better and more fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so seeing him at the beginning all grim is like, oh, what happened to him again? Um, and then he kind of starts to have that goofier side again towards the end. Right. Um, so, Avengers Infinity War has a sequel coming out. And this is, like, probably one of the biggest culmination super finale films ever. But these finale film things aren't new at all. There are plenty of wow. series that have big finales. And we were kind of discussing some of them. And comparing and contrasting and, and really thinking to ourselves, well, what elements would we hope to see in in this next installment? So to a certain degree, I don't want to say we're predicting, but instead we are really reflecting on what has already happened because everything comes from something, right? And and we're hoping that, you know, <laughs> Avengers won't make the mistakes that some of these films did. Yeah. Just like your favorite, Cameron. National Treasure 2? Nope. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. We were talking about pirates. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's an interesting... Um, I guess it's an interesting movie to... Or an, an interesting series to see kind of what goes wrong with uh, with sequels and, and these trilogies and, like, where, where things misstep. And I think, to me, um, we were talking about the cliffhanger between um, the cliffhanger in, like horrid dead air, man's air, chest air quotes yeah. um but yeah the, the cliffhanger uh, between two and three where you know jack sparrow plunges his knife into the kraken and you know disappears where and, the movie should have ended and for about five minutes you're like oh no what happened to jack sparrow and then a- and then she then they go to to the witch lady's house and she's like we need to go to the world's end and bring him back from the dead, and you're like, "What? <laughs> what does that even mean? Why? Why? Why are we doing that? Why would we ever do that?" <laughs> it's just such a weird. That is such a strange cliffhanger. 
that Cause it's is, a non cliffhanger. It's like the cliffhanger happens, but then it's like, Oh, don't worry. Yeah. It's, just take it back. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> and then like, because you're not like when you go into the third one, they're like, we aren't going to explain anything. Cause you're not worried anymore. Yeah. It's just the movie. The like third... imagine, imagine if, if the end of the movie was Captain Jack Sparrow, uh, getting eaten by the Kraken. And then the teaser trailer for the world's end, like a year later is that, is just like the opening scene on the beach where he's like he's like in the white sand and he like gets up. That would be so much cooler. Wouldn't it? If, because you're like you know what makes, where is he? Is what, he in heaven? Is what, like is he dead? What cracks me up about pirates is that there's five movies. Yeah, but nobody saw the last one. No one saw the last two. I remember it came out no, I saw I saw the, the fourth one. It's not very good. I did too. Um, it's, uh, did we see it together? I don't think so. It's not very good though. Um, but the uh, what was funny about the fifth one, right, was it came out at a weird time. It came out in like April or something. I don't know. It was a strange forgotten film. And and I was like, dude, it had a huge budget though. Yeah, it did. Those pirates movies are mega expensive. Yeah, but they, well, that one flopped. Yeah, specifically. But but I was like, like two weeks after it came out, I was like, oh wait, I heard they were making a they were making a fifth pirates movie. I wonder what happened to that. And then I was like, it's out. It's, it's in theaters. <laughs> did you walk, did you go see it? No. Oh no. I wonder if it's any good. Like I, I am honestly I don't curious. Think it is. Oh, too bad. Um, but I was just like, I was that movie like stealth came out. You know what I mean? I had no idea. I had mm. absolutely no idea that it was coming out. Um, yeah. But in any case, the uh, the third the third Pirates is is weird. It's like super off the wall. And it's yeah. I don't know. Like I don't think it's a very epic conclusion because it doesn't. I don't really remember it resolving in any specific way. Uh. Well, he um, Orlando Bloom cuts his heart out and puts it in the chest. And he becomes Davy Jones. Oh. Um, and then, but wow. they get married on the boat because oh. that's not a, a a pirate trope. And they go, they live together underwater. What are you doing? Kicking my shoes off, man. <laughs> it went from light to dark outside again. Yeah. Gotta um, do it for the fans. What other, fin- let's talk about a good finale. A finale that you'll never shut up about, so I'm going to have to cut you off. Return of the King has some similarities to Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the way that like most of that movie is is several several characters tangentially trying to culminate and bring together one big final ending, you know. And so like the rest of those movies focus a lot on I, I feel like I feel like one and two of the Lord of the Rings, they they focus a lot on getting everywhere everyone towards three right you know what i mean like three is is the is the the keystone at the top of the arch but even so three introduces a bunch of new characters too yeah it does. and follows their story specifically the whole politics with gondor and whatnot it's that is also an exhausting film to I, sit oh yeah it is it is well because it's also like almost four hours long but i that return of the king when i watched it it had been out on dvd for a while because I'm still youngin', and it was still epic. I remember watching oh, yeah. it, and be like, "Dude, this is this is like wow!" Taking my breath away. Same feeling I have with Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, I can see that. I mean, like, to me, 
to me, I just like the Lord of the Rings world better. So I was like more invested in that. Uh, but I can totally see how like if you're invested in the Marvel universe, you're invested in these, you know, these characters. And you were saying this that is, this is a really good like culminating movie. And you were sure. saying that Marvel is almost to the point of fantasy. Um, yeah, well, it definitely is. It, it pretty much is. And so I think that's also something that is really, really funny. Um, well, not funny. Sorry. Something popped up on my phone. I couldn't finish that thought. <laughs> Whoops. <That's fine. laughs> uh, no, no, no. So like Return of the King is a fantasy. Yeah. And it's such a broad scope, yet it really focuses in on these characters. Here's where I think Infinity War trips up. Infinity War has such a broad scope, such a wide range of what universe is. The only broad thing, it, or the only specific thing it focuses on is Thanos in this film. Yeah, yeah. All the other characters in this movie heroes included you are expected to ha- already have the microscope view of them they all have their own individual films yeah and but the the problem is their own individual films are styled so differently from each other like the their own individual films are are incredibly disparate types of movies you know which is why i think like jumping to wakanda in this movie was like oh weird we're in wakanda now you know like and because some, it feels like such a different movie and even the the individual heroes heroes films don't even get that microscope on the hero like black panther i just feel like i still don't even know much about him <laughs> he's he all the other characters around him are so much more interesting including the villain in black panther oh yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and the the two that i felt like got off the hook were iron man and captain america because you have three films for each of them to kind of get to know them. Yeah. And they're very loud in um, the Avengers movies. They really take the forefront of that. And so in this film, they really don't have a ton of time. Iron Man more than Captain America. Captain America like, barely says anything yeah. in Infinity War. But if you have seen the other movies, you have the preset knowledge about who they are and where their character's coming from, and that's fine. But other characters like, you know, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we talk about her for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, we can talk about her. Probably oh, one of the so worst bad. performances in the film. Yeah. Oh, uh, I would say undoubtedly the, the worst performance in the film. Which is surprising when uh, Scarlett Johansson is, you're not alone. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson, well, she doesn't really do much. Like, Scarlet <laughs> Witch is in is literally in the movie for a good portion. She's like a central character. She is a central character and she's one of those characters that never gets a microscope view in all of the Marvel oh, like no, yeah. all of the Marvel she, cinema. She really gets shafted, but I kind she... of I kind of don't I, I I honestly don't blame them because uh what's her face? Uh the the Olsen twin is just a terrible actress. She's just really bad. Yeah. I I, I, maybe maybe it's a writing too. Maybe it's the writing she too, didn't but like seem as bad in Civil War. I don't think she was as bad. In she Civil wasn't War. really in it, though. She, she was. She was more important because they had that scene in the kitchen where they kissed. But no, that's but like basically, but yeah. she's at the airport fight, and yeah, she, she switches sides fight. or something. Does she? I, she does something important. Man, that movie is like basically it's like a, <sighs> a drilled hole in my head. That that's what that movie is. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not bad. It's just I. It's just boring, and I don't care about it. All right, so a little bit of a derail. Kind of going back to Return of the King. Very pinpoint on all the characters that have screen time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Avengers, only pinpoint well, with because, the villain. Because it's focused on... Like, those three movies are focused on each character getting to their end goal. Like, they, they, all, have, they all have concise and consistent goals 
that they need to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And the third movie is really kind of just wrapping up all of those, all of those goals in a, in a, in a really interesting and, and, uh, and epic way, I guess. You know, like there's, there's a, you, you're following Frodo because he needs to, to throw the ring in, in the volcano. You're following Gollum because he's trying to stop them and to 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 get the ring, but he's conflicted. You're following Sam because he's trying to he's he's suspicious of Gollum and, and he's he, taking care of his best friend and too. he cares about yeah. his best friend. And you're you're following you're following Aragorn because he's not really sure what's going on, but people are saying that he's he's the heir to the throne and he is unsure about the power that that's going to give him. Yeah, he's really trying to fight for what you know. He he's sort of taking the role of like a soldier, but he's really stepping into leadership throughout yeah. the whole film, and and he you kind of see him go through that. And will... Even even Legolas and Gimli like they don't have, they don't really have central goals, but they do have. I mean, their goal is to support um, is to support everyone, but they they also have those like funny little banter moments where they're they're trying to rack up kills. You know, yeah, like that yeah. that's interesting, and that keeps keeps the audience engaged and it keeps keeps everybody sort of wrapped together i would say that they have a surface level interaction but to the to the point that we're making is each storyline has a microscopic or a, a microscope to its end goal yeah in return of the king the characters in Avengers Infinity War, they don't have that necessarily. They don't, they don't like literally half of the cast towards the end is protecting vision. But, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But like Thor's there to kill Thanos. So he's just like flying around. We don't know why Rocket's there. He's just shooting at things, trying to steal Bucky's arm, you know? Like <laughs> it, it's I mean, yeah, they're all fighting for the right good thing, but it it's not as like we don't get the personal connection. The only person you, you we really see, have that personal connection with is Thanos. Well, and the and, audience and doesn't. Tony Stark. I, I would say Tony Stark has has at least three things that he's trying to do, right? But but Tony, he's, that that's all based on the past films. Yeah, exactly. You have to understand his PTSD from his experiences, his obsession with protection, his his whole like he's he's kind of like in this trauma trauma state all the time, and that's really based on. The past movies and so i guess i guess my big problem or maybe the big takeaway from from this movie is like okay we've got all these films and they kind of vary in their levels of um of i guess like adequacy uh in terms of giving giving characters goals to accomplish right right like it's I, i guess it's the same in black panther right like you don't know what is his name t'challa yeah. Um you don't know T'Challa's like main thrust in the movie. Like what is his goal? <laughs> I mean, he uh, he he's he seems pretty decently set up. I at first he wants to just protect this nation. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. He's just trying to be a good king. And then he's trying to help, you know, whatever. But 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 it doesn't really give a thrust in this movie. You know what I mean? Like the, it doesn't really set him up to be Black Panther's just there. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. and and then so and, and then Thor, um, he doesn't have an ultimate goal either. I guess he does. He has an ultimate goal. What's his ultimate I, goal? Vengeance. Vengeance. Vengeance on on Thanos. He has a good speech about that in the middle. He's like, I have nothing left to lose. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like he, no, that that is true. And his arc is interesting too because 
throughout his three films, he basically just loses everything. Yeah. You know, a little bit. I I think it's I think he is one of the more interesting characters. And most of the interesting characters are kept at the end, too. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Um, yeah, but but so it, it's I guess to me it's just there's there's a disparate amount of of caring that we have for these characters. Like we just don't care about yeah. certain characters because they don't have they don't have goals that we can follow. They don't have they don't have things that they really want accomplished other than stopping Thanos for well, an unspecified reason. We seem only worried like the first time I watched this film, I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect. I know that you had seen a lot of memes and whatnot. But I was worried that some of my favorite characters were gonna die. You know, I like Star Lord, I like um, Spider-Man, the, those kind of characters, but they're, I, the only reason I like them is because that's just the child in me, you yeah. know? I'm like, oh, they're they're funny, they're cool looking, they have cool stuff, you know? Like, I'll be real with you. And and characters like Iron Man and Captain America, I'm like, oh, like, to me, I like their arc. That's actually right, the thing, right, right. like, because, let's be real, a guy who can run fast and punch hard with a shield, like, not that interesting. <laughs> but he has, like, a, he's had a lot of um, strong character built into him throughout these movies and that's why i was really actually that was something that you know as we're talking about these ideas about this finale film i was really curious to see how you would consume the movie because you don't have the full knowledge of where all these characters are coming from i wondered if it would still stand up and i'm glad to hear you enjoyed a large aspect of it but it does seem to be lacking individually on its own well to me to me the problem is just the fact that a lot of the characters, or at least some of the characters, have really good, clear character motivation. They have really good, clear um, goals and accomplishments. And I think, I guess, Thanos is probably the 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 best specified of of any of the characters. Like mm. he's he's the more he's the most well fleshed out character of the film. Um, but then a lot of them just don't, and a lot of them are kind of just there as visual pieces as plot devices as you know side right side characters and i think that's why other finales like i think that's what's hard about comparing this movie to return of the king is because it's so epic just like this movie except it still is able to juggle the pinpoint character moments yeah right um movies like you were talking about Deathly Hollows part two yeah yeah i have not seen i'm not crazy about harry potter i don't really watch the movies. Um, not that I'd be opposed. I should watch them someday. But you were saying Deathly Hollows ain't that good, part two. I, I don't think it is. And I think part of the reason is because uh, it's it's similar to, to what we were talking about. Is is just it's a big, one big battle sequence that takes the whole movie, you know? And it and it feels it feels a little bit unjustified. It feels a little bit um, uh, overindulgent, you know? Mm. And... To me, I guess this is kind of a, a nitpicky, like, oh, the book is a better thing. But to me in the book, why there there are a lot of deaths, like like this movie. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of characters who you've come to know and really care about who die. But in the book, those all of those death sequences are really well fleshed out and really well intentioned. It gives the characters a pinpoint. Yeah, microscope. yeah. And, and it gives it this sort of... Um, justification for their death of like oh man i really am upset about this person dying like this is this is rough you know this 
this feels like a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, this feels like a, a death that's noteworthy. Um, but in the movie, you, there's like one sequence where, where Harry's just walking through the halls of Hogwarts and you're like, oh, that character, he's dead. Oh, that character, he's dead too. You know, oh, there's a bunch of characters who you cared about who are now dead, you yeah. know? And it's like, it's like, that just isn't, it's not interesting. It's not, it's not what, you know, what really grounds you in the book. It's a slap and it's a slap to the face. Yeah, it is. When, when it's not presented well. Um, you know, this is this is uh, we didn't even talk about this, but deaths are impactful when the characters are fleshed out and given a moment to shine. Yeah, exactly. Peter's death in Infinity War is probably one of the few that actually has an emotional resonance. Oh yeah, because he has a moment. Most of the characters are like, oh, oh, like yeah, <laughs> they yeah. just kind of fade. But I mean, literally, Peter's death has become a meme because it's the only one that really made people. Like say, oh my gosh, not Spider Man. In the, well, but it wasn't. It was, I would say it's not even like the. Oh man, I don't want to see Spider Man die. It's the like, oh, oh wow, he's a teenager and he's he has this this he father beg, figure. He begs for his life. Yeah, and he begs for his life, and there's this really emotional moment where there's nothing that Iron Man can do about about you know him dying, but. He brought him along on this, this yeah. journey anyways, and he feels really... And, and then there's there's interplay between the fact that Iron Man is obsessed with protecting people that he cares about, and he's really let this kid down because he, you know, he let him die and he let Thanos um, get to him. You know, that, I will say that I don't think Peter's, were, uh, Peter's death in the film would be as great if every character had a moment like that. Yeah, no, of course. Deaths in movies, especially these epic films... Um, I don't know why I'm thinking about Saving Private Ryan. People can only handle so much of these like emotional punches. And if you do too many in a row, people are like, all right. You know, I think Saving Private Ryan has these moments of watching these characters beg for their life and it's terrible. But then it also includes just sudden death. Yeah. Just like yeah. instant, mur- like people are just dying. You're like, whoa, like you're almost in shock. Yeah. And then you're given a second to breathe when someone else is dying slowly. Right. Um, so I think both devices can be used. I think I would have liked to see more of a flesh out of these character deaths. Um, I think maybe it would have been interesting for all these characters to not have died in the the, the snap, but have died throughout the fighting. Like, th- are there yeah. any characters who die like while fighting Thanos other Loki than Loki and uh, Green Girl Grimora die? But they don't like, yeah, but not necessarily in like a combat scene. Yeah, but wouldn't I mean it would have been it would have been interesting or nice to see you know like actual consequence for some of the fighting. Like I feel like this is another one of my problems with all these Marvel movies is like fighting. Fighting is really just no. There's no consequences to it. Yeah. There's no. There's no like like in Lord of the Rings, every fight, every battle scene, you're like, okay, well. This twelve-year-old kid is, you know, has to put on a helmet and right. get on the battle lines. But I know? will, I will say this: Infinity War does a better job, a better job yeah, of raising yeah, the stage and be like, "Oh no, any character could go." When Iron Man gets stabbed, I was sure he was gone. Yeah, yeah. And then they changed it. I'm like, uh. <laughs> you know, like I mean, I wanted him to stay for the second film, but at the same time, I'm like that would have been a brutal, like, heartbreaking sure, yeah. moment. Um, yeah, but but in a in a movie where you're going to kill half of the characters anyways. 
it would have been nice to just have sequences where, you know, uh, Thanos and Thanos's army is like tearing apart these these you know these B characters. It doesn't even have to be the the characters we know and love. Quote. I mean, Heimel's death, dude. This guy with the sword vision. That was brutal. Heimel, dude, my I really, boy. I really care. Well, you didn't about... see Ragnarok, so I don't expect you to care. Okay, <laughs> but he's a good guy. All right. He's a true patriot to the throne of Asgard. Sure. Rip Asgard. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't know. Like, I think that the fact that we watched them all fade and die was shocking for most audiences at the end. I think they were really proud of the fact that, like, you had to watch all these people silently fall apart at the end of the movie. Yeah. Such a letdown. And that wouldn't have been as cool if they didn't have so many people to kill. Yeah, sure. sure so sure. I, w- I do wonder like what it would have been like to watch them all slowly die. I feel like if we had watched them die earlier, people would have started to get upset throughout throughout viewing, like casual audiences. Because I know I know a lot of people who went and saw this movie and were like, "I didn't really like it." <laughs> like I, I I talked to some people and they're like, "Is this like a downer?" Like I, I really just didn't enjoy it. But imagine if there was like. You know, Spider Man is beheaded halfway through the movie, and then like <laughs> it would have been so good though. Like honestly. no, like it would have been intense. But like by you know by the time that you know Black Widow gets thrown into electrical fence or something like that, people would have been like, I just can't watch anymore. Yeah. Like I really yeah, don't yeah. think people would be able to take it. No, I mean fair enough. Honestly. But the title does say Infinity War. This movie's pretty brutal it, at some it is, parts. It is. It is. Um, yeah, no, totally. I, I I guess one, maybe one final thing that I was thinking about was like, we were talking about how all of these, um, I guess what 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 makes a an ensemble film really relevant and really worth watching, mm-hmm. um, and to me, I think probably the best example of not an ensemble film but an ensemble um, show is is Game of Thrones in that. They, the reason why you care about all of these characters is because they each have their own goals. They each have their own, you know, there's like this struggle for power and, and they're each trying to climb their way into, um, you know, into, into these different positions. And then on top of that, there's the consequence of like, oh, well, anybody actually can die, you know, and there's no way to bring that back. Well, I I guess there is one way to bring that back. But I think that these epic conclusions to any story, right, the reason reason they should be exciting is because the stakes are high with limited time. We know the end is near, right? And they're saying with this Avengers film, this is the conclusion to the three or four phases of Marvel films. Of course, they said, of course, we're making more. But, like, this concludes the Iron Man, Captain America, like, the OG Avengers story. Yeah. Okay? And, like, we know that time is running out, so there's a heightened intensity. It's like the last 60 seconds of the Super Bowl when there's, like, only a couple points away from each other, right? And with that heightened intensity, it really benefits if we know why people are trying to win. Yeah. Or, like... Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It's like, why... We if, knew why Thanos was going to win or yeah. why he was trying to win. Yeah. And of course we know the heroes are going to try to fight him because they're heroes. Because they're heroes. But that's a boring reason. Yeah, and and it it could at least be fleshed out more than it was. Um, you know, it could at least be be given more of 
um, of a reason and importance and focused on a little bit more. I, I would honestly, like you can cut out probably 30 minutes of, of people shooting different colored lasers at each other in this movie and give me more character stuff. And I'd be like way more happy. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's tough. At the same time, they do expect you to have seen most of them, which yeah. is ballsy. Yeah, I sure, will say sure, it's, sure. It, it is ballsy of them to, yeah. to do that. Because I'm sure, you know, the thing about the first Avengers, you could go walk in and really have no clue who these people are. And they give you time. It's yeah. a slow, slower paced start. The action's all at the end once you know everyone. Uh, this movie, action's right off the start. Yeah. There's no, there, you better know who we're dealing with. And even people who were, you know, insulting the whole idea of, okay, we've seen Purple Space Overlord for the last, like, 18 films. Who cares at this point? They proved those people wrong. Yeah. They, they but, um, yeah, like, it's it's a bummer that they couldn't have harnessed some of this strong characterization. And it's funny, you know, as we're talking about this, Cameron, um, we weren't even really discussing this as we were talking about it. It's like we've kind of come to this conclusion as we're, as we're discussing what about about like character and about how they yeah we spent a long time talking about what was it at, at the restaurant we were talking more about like the stakes yeah seemed yeah, to, yeah seemed to be but i guess that kind of coincides with character motivation yeah well because the i mean the only reason why we have we have a stake in these characters is because they are more than two-dimensional characters you know um but i would say 60% of these characters are not super fleshed out. Yeah. At least. Um, and, you know, Thanos is... He's really well done. He's really, really well done. Yeah. And honestly, I, 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 I was thinking about it. Like, imagine if he was just the, like, X-Men Apocalypse or... Dude, uh, that mo- this Like, X-Men Apocalypse, I've seen that film awful like this movie would have been so bad if they didn't spend the time for thanos and and something else i was thinking about because we keep going back to return of the king and i'm sorry if you're not a fan of either of these films okay but what if return of the king spent as much time as infinity war did on the main villain (laughs) like what if they spent time explaining uh what's his name sauron sauron yeah that would be so weird what a different well like sauron Sauron is literally just pure evil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what else. Like, I don't have no idea what his motivation is. Because that's not what (laughs) that film's about, right? Um, It's more about the journey. Well, well, I mean, I guess some of the philosophy behind... um, behind the Lord of the Rings books, at least, was that evil is is essentially a constant. um, And it needs an active... um, an active... Well, it needs two things to... It needs something to continue and something to be to be stopped, right? It mm. needs an active um, participant in the evil, which is Saruman, and it needs the the active combatants against the evil, which are you know the fellowship, right? And then even even people inside the fellowship can, can you know can have prey to um, these bad influences that lead. Um, you know, leave evil to its goal, which is greed and power and and the lust for power. You know, like yeah. like those those were flushed out in the philosophy of the books, and were just carried over because they were the themes in the movie. You know, yeah. like I don't give that I don't give Peter Jackson any weight. You know, for <laughs> for coming up with these really 
brilliant um, themes. I give it. Good job, Tolkien. Uh, yeah, I give it up to Tolkien. So I want to have a little bit of fun as we're wrapping up this episode. We know that I'm like, I'm sorry if you're not into like a film junkie. I wanted to talk about Infinity War, even though it's turning into a little bit of a irrelevant topic. I'm hoping, and I know that this review is going to be a little bit different than most people's. And that's why I'm actually like pretty hyped that we got into the character stuff because I haven't heard many reviews talk yeah, about yeah. that sort of thing. But I did want to touch on other um, epic conclusions, Cameron, if we want to list some and rank how we feel about them. And then I want to talk about epic conclusions we need to happen. And I'm going to start that off right now. National Treasure 3, where are you at, Cage? Oh, gosh. Where oh. are you at? Dude, National Treasure 2 was so bad. It was so bad. And my, I can never get the image of Nicolas Cage putting his hand down that rock hole. <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, my hand. And then like, and then he's like, ah, oh, just kidding. <laughs> I kidnapped the president. That makes sense. It makes total sense for this movie. Oh man, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess the things that we already mentioned are the epic conclusions that we remember, right? Return of the Jedi, uh, Re- Return of the King. Okay. I'm going to touch on something you don't know about. The conclusion to the Matrix. Matrix Revolution. What a pile of trash. What a terrible way to end a film. So weird. What a weird, stupid, I just, man. And Cameron tells me that a lot of people hate Matrix Reloaded. I disagree. I disagree with you. I don't think it's a great movie. I really don't. I mean, it's not me. It's the people. You don't. You don't know, Cameron. You I've have never seen. seen. We should watch. Let's do a Matrix oh, speed watch and speed we'll, watch. We will we'll put we'll it, watch it on double speed. We'll watch it at one point five. So when they when he's doing like the bullet time, it'll be like normal. That speed. way you can't tell the CGI is bad, dude. Oh my gosh, the CGI is so bad. Yeah, <laughs> Matrix Revolution, not good. Terrible uh, cover art too. Yuck. Awful cover art. Um. Back to the Future 3, very strange uh, it's not that conclusion good. because I like that movie, but it's literally the same movie uh, over and over again. Yeah. Um, not really a way that you want to do an epic I'd say <laughs> Indiana Jones um, and The Last Crusade is really good. Also very good. Really, really um, good. I watched a, well, I think we already talked about this on the podcast. Do we? Something about defense of Indiana Jones. The bad Indiana Jones films? Do you oh, remember Chris me talking Skull? about? Did we talk about that? I'm not. I'm not sure. But as, if if I did, I'm I'm sorry if I'm being redundant. But essentially, they were talking about how Indiana Jones was supposed to be like sort of a next James Bond, and yeah, so a lot yeah. of people don't like the Temple of Doom because it's so different. But uh, Indiana Jones three was supposed to be super different too. Like it was supposed to be about like oh, I a haunted did mansion. Talk about yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry, but Indiana Jones three, pretty epic conclusion because you get to see all your classic characters come back. Then again, it's pretty similar. It feels pretty similar to like what we've already seen before. Yeah, and it's not, it's, not, it's not exactly a... The Nazis con- are back. It's not exactly a conclusion, you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a wrap-up for a while, but there's no, like, do-or-die stakes. You know what I mean? They're, How about that Tremors series? That's right, Tremors 5. I only watched the first Epic. Tremors. Yeah, I've only seen the first one. I'm just kidding. I have not seen Tremors 5. Uh, w- Sharknado 3? Whatever. No, I was thinking uh, of um, what is it? Piranha Three Double D. No, we're going off the rails now. Um, let's see. Any other epic finales? Good conclusions. Conclusions are hard, man. Like I don't know. 
Yeah, finishing a paper is tough for me too. Really? Like restate your thesis. I'm like, it's so boring. It's always for yeah. Anyways, I'm not gonna go into that. But <laughs> this is English literature brought to you by Cameron Tuttle and Isaac Ransom. Um, let's see. How are they gonna conclude uh, Star Wars? I said I was gonna bring up. Talk about a stupid way to set up a ninth film. Can you just imagine, just imagine having nine films in in a series? Yeah. How about they have to conclude Jurassic World, which oh I gosh. really hope the next one is, is called, you know, it was Jurassic World, then Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and now I'm hoping the next one's called Jurassic City. And it's just like dinosaurs have taken over the city and the wouldn't cyborg. That a, wouldn't that be a step down? And though? the cyborg. Because it's Jurassic Park and then Jurassic World. Like, that's kind of. It'd Why have don't... to be like Jurassic Universe and there'd be like space dinosaurs. Dude, that's how we do it. They take dinosaurs to live on Mars because they're too dangerous Dude. to live on Earth. Oh my but... gosh, it's like Leprechaun. Oh. Like when they take Leprechaun to the moon. Let's talk about another epic conclusion. How about them. Um... Terminator? Did that movie ever end? Yeah, it's kind of just the same movie over and over and over again. Um, how about Rush Hour? Where's the epic conclusion of that? Uh, Mad Max Fury Road needs Oh, him. man. That would be a cool one. To have yeah. another Mad Max film with... Um, I don't think they're able to because I think there is um, like a rights dispute. Ooh. And I think there's no... I think there will be no more Mad Max movies. Well, that was a great one to end it on. Yeah. I loved Fury Road. I um, loved Fury Road too. Uh, I was talking about this with my brother about like the what are the best movies of like the 2010s. I think Mad Max is up there. I think Mad Max is for sure up there. Fury Road is awesome. It's so good. That one is epic. That is, that is an epic film, and it's like just kind of takes place around one road. Yeah, yeah. Fury Road. Yeah. They never say that in the movie. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? I I can't really. I was gonna talk about like Alien and Predator, but those movies keep going on forever. Dude, you know what I watched the other day? <laughs> oh man, Jason X. Oh, <laughs> I was about to bring up those movies. I didn't watch it, but I watched the trailer and it was hilarious, dude. Okay, yeah. Literally, like it is like an alien ripoff. Yeah. But then Jason, who's like in rags, is walking around a <laughs> spaceship and he's like, Jason X gets an upgrade. And so like then he becomes a cyborg halfway through the trailer what? and he busts down like this airlock door and all the pe- all the crew is like staring at him and they're not running like this girl stands up because they're all hiding in one airlock chamber for some reason. And this girl's like, we better run. He's going to kill us. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. By the way, if you don't know, Jason X is referring to. Jason 10. Yeah, yeah. This is the 10th movie. Oh, man. That's good. I need an epic conclusion for that. Right, right. That's what I'm hoping for. What about, um, what about, uh, Saw? Saw Mm. didn't get, didn't get an epic conclusion. Hey, you know what's getting an epic conclusion? The, I don't know if you know, you do know about Split and, uh. Yeah. That is a strange collaboration. I didn't see Split, though. I didn't, I haven't seen it either. If you don't know, there's this old film by M. Night Shyamalan called Unbreakable. It's so good. It's um, really great. It's like realistic superheroes. Yeah, kind like of. Like hard realism. Yeah, yeah. Um, And for some reason, I guess Bruce Willis is at the end of Split. 
Yeah, I guess so. Because it's a because it, apparently it's a tie-in, but people didn't know that at the time. Like it's when it the came same out, universe. It was, that was the twist. Was that it was a tie-in to Unbreakable? I mean, like he had been talking about wanting to do a wanting to do a trilogy for for the un- good for Unbreakable. You. Good for you, M Night. Yeah. So and and now now he's coming out with a new one. It's called Glass, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's about Mister. They call me Mister Glass. It seems uh, cool. It seems cool. Yeah, it's, we'll we'll see we'll see if it's if it's gonna be good. I I'm interested. I'd I'd like to see Split now. Mm. Um, now that I know. I mean, I guess once once the next one comes out, I'll probably watch Unbreakable and Split again. But yeah, it's hard. There's not a lot of like sequel films that get left hanging. We didn't talk about The Dark Knight Rises as a epic conclusion. It is a good conclusion to to the trilogy. I like that movie a lot more than most people, but I understand it's not great. Like I, I get it's not great, but I do think it's, it's pretty a fun, awesome. It's a fun movie. There there are certain parts where you're like, "What? What is going on now?" That movie drags a lot. It does. It yeah. drags a lot. It, it has weird pacing issues, but but the end, the end of that movie is really cool. Yeah. Um like the the atomic bomb autopilot thing and then you see him in paris and they're like nice. <laughs> and i saw i saw you shitting <laughs> so i think that pretty much wraps up our avengers infinity war discussion i love epic conclusion films and i am excited to see what happens with avengers infinity war part two i'm wary and I have can't wait to see Logan rip through uh, Thanos oh, now that man. Disney owns Fox. That would be amazing. Oh, just tears Thanos in half. Just an R. What if what if this next one is R rated? That it's ugh. not going to be. No but way. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Mickey says no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess there's probably not. There's probably no way that we're gonna get um, like another really gritty. Like R-rated superhero movie now. Right? What do you mean? Well, because like, because I mean, oh, because Fox got purchased. Yeah, huh? yeah. So Logan was Logan was still part of Fox. last the last of the greats. Yeah. I'm sure when superhero movies die completely, Disney's oh, just yeah, gonna I'm green sure. light whatever sounds interesting. Yeah, I don't know, but they're I mean they're kind of a family family affair, you know. So it's weird because apparently Simpsons was announced to stay on the Fox network. And I don't think Simpsons is really going to get touched. They're going to keep letting him do their same yeah, old well, thing. Sure. And S- Simpsons? Simpsons isn't that bad, though. Yeah, but it's really not up to what Disney usually yeah, yeah, promotes, I guess, right? I guess, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. That, that'll be an interesting... Sorry about the side tangent. I was trying to conclude, Cameron. Sorry. I got that Mexican food boiling up in my stomach we've right got now. This, we've got an epic conclusion hanging in the I'm midst. telling you guys, once we hit the hour mark, it starts to go off the rails. <laughs> Ooh. You know what I've been playing recently? what skyrim we oh i know right what the heck it's so weird on vr no on i know regular skyrim on the ps4 if you said on the ps3 i would have vomited all over <laughs> this mic my skyrim copy used to crash every time i touched yeah, because, water be, uh, yeah because didn't it like delete your save like when yeah you... i have a beef with bethesda dude learn to optimize your game Fix your totally, dumb games. Totally. Uh, that was, but that was a PS3 problem. It doesn't matter. But that that was a, specifically a PS3. Uh, their, their processor. Nobody cool likes to press start and save. Just uh, learn to autosave. I mean, it's agreed. not 2005. Agreed. Okay. Like, yeah, but their games are always janky. Their their games are always <laughs> janky. And, and uh, let's just the let times. them off the hook. Let's just let them off the hook. Let's just let them keep making bad games. 
Yeah, go ahead. Oh, it's no problem. Yeah, it's no problem. Just play The Witcher. Dude, The Witcher's The so Witcher good. will destroy any Bethesda game. I ag- agreed. Learn. Agreed. Learn. Be a better developer. Agreed. Dude, that new the new Skyrim game is going to come out in like I bet 2022. It's that's like such a far away game. Yeah, they're not making a lot of good decisions. But no. Doom, dude. Oh, Doom's so Oh, bad. that new Doom looks great. Anyways, this is like totally. <laughs> we'll have to do an episode on on uh, video games again soon. Yeah. Um, we got some cool episodes coming out for you. Everything comes from something posts every Friday, unless something is posted on social media. So make sure to follow us, and again, support us on Patreon if you like us. We really appreciate any rating left on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, really appreciate all the time you guys give us, and um, please let us know how you like the show. We love to hear about it. Cameron likes to pat himself on the back. Pat, I did something. <laughs>